On this episode of the World Triathlon Podcast, we'll hear from one of the standout athletes from the past two series races, as Jan Lahair gives us the lowdown on how making the switch from France to Luxembourg has opened the door for her to hit career-best form, overcoming self-doubt about leaving the French setup, prospects of her adopted team's first mixed relay outing at the European Games, and doing battle with Cassandra Beaugrand as a rising junior athlete. You can watch Jan alongside the world's best at WTCS Montreal on the 24th and 25th of June on triathlonlive.tv. The action coming a week after the World Cup circuit kicks back into gear with racing in Huatulco, Mexico, where the likes of Gwen Jorgensen, Katie Zafiris and Tyler Mislachuk will tow the line. Now, on with the pod. Today on the World Triathlon Podcast, we dial in with Luxembourg's Jan Leher. Jan was recently crowned the champion of Europe in Madrid at the end of a brilliant battle with Germany's Lisa Turch. The win coming at the midway point of what has already been something of a breakout year for the 27-year-old posted a career-best fifth place at WTCS Cagliari and looks in superb form heading to WTCS Montreal. She only recently made the switch from the Tricolor of France to the Tri-Suit of Luxembourg, but it's a change that's clearly paying off. So welcome, Jeanne. How are you and where are you? Hello. Um, so I'm in Toulouse right now until uh, Montreal and uh, I'm pretty fine because of this result mainly. So, and just uh, sorry in advance for first my accent and second if I don't understand directly everything. That would be ridiculous. You can never apologize for an accent. That's, uh, that... I can, I I lost, uh, I mean, I'm not trying anymore to to improve on it because it's, it's like, like that. <laughs> and when I was young, my dad was like kind of forcing me to first learn the capital of uh, Europe. And of English too, but more like the words so not doing sentence. But sometimes it, it helped a bit. And then uh, it's really going on races who helped. And I like to talk with everyone. So I needed to learn a bit if I wanted to talk to everyone. And then since I'm with my uh, group, uh, the Paolo squad, uh, Peste squad. But yeah. uh, with Paolo Souza, uh, for sure it helped a lot. How is it in Paolo's group there when like, you know, you you're sort of, happy, confident, talking in English, perhaps, to a native speaker, but then suddenly you get a load of quite heavy accents going around as well. It just makes it more difficult, no? Like it's... Yeah, it's, it was not simple every day. Like the first year, uh, I was struggling not a lot because I could speak with everyone, but it was a, a bit hard and main, particularly at the pool with the echo. And the first year, we had the mask as well. So in the local room, when two English speakers always speaking together, like natural English speaker. Yeah. I was like trying for one minute and then I was okay now. Next time because, yeah, focus on like, usually when they are not in the group anymore, but it was Summer, uh, Rappaport and Nathalie Van Coerden. So two very different accents. I was like, wow, no. Yeah, so we we failed to catch up with you in Monte Gordo when you were there with Paolo and the group at the start of the year for the preseason camp, right? Um Good to now, I mean, you know, seventh in the world, champion of Europe, your first top five in the WTCS. It's a good time to be Jeanne Lahaire, no? Uh, yeah, I, I have to say that I was uh, for sure expecting to improve, but uh, like it's like a jump. But I did eight in Montreal last year, but it was a different format and it was only one time. And now it's like I did three races in a row very good. So it one, it means I'm in shape and fit at this moment. And maybe two months it will be different. I hope not, but we never know. But uh, yeah, it was like building even, like race after race. It's maybe not even better and better, but at least the the performance, I don't know, but the result is better and better. So it's pretty cool. And yeah, looking forward to being neutral. I yeah. mean, I not win it probably, huh? but uh, we'll do my best. And maybe like how to say that I will be with full confidence because it's not totally my thing, but uh at least I'm very factual. I don't know if we say like that in English. And so now I can, I can't lie to myself that I'm not too bad. So let's not too bad, suitably modest. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, had we, uh, as planned, spoken to you in Monte Gordo back at the end of January, would you have was like the European Championship something that you were flagging, earmarking as a major race? What you know, a, a top five in calorie was that? Something that you were, were hoping to build towards or? Uh, like even doing top uh, 15, 12 uh, was good. Like before Cagliari, I was like, 
okay, I, I hope I will do top 15, uh, 16, I was saying in my mind, but bon, top 12 would be really cool. Like I would have been happy with the 15 or whatever, but maybe a bit like, oh, I did the 12 uh, two weeks ago, maybe, maybe. But then racing are all different. So sometimes you can be very happy with 20 plays, sometimes very sad with eight or the race. But uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was not expecting this. And for example, for Cagliari, I was like, my plan was to not race it at first to focus on the European Championship. So good, I did both at the end. But uh, because last year, the European Championship, I completely missed my race. Like it's even more than miss. I, I stopped on the run, then I walked to finish, but I was like, it was, I don't know if because I went from altitude and it was uh, three days after it, so maybe my body was completely, I don't know, but at the end, it was a very bad day. And this year I was okay. This time I want to do well at my Europe uh, champ. So I was maybe doing an Olympic distance the week before is not a great idea. Mm -hmm. So I was still uh, on the list, but I was going to decide after Yokohama. And because I did well in Yokohama and then I was talking with the girls about points and for sure it was a bit more interesting to, to perform well in Cagliari. But in my mind, I was, yeah, but I don't want to miss twice my uh, Europe champ, but finally I did well everywhere. So it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, after that run in Yokohama, um, you know, we were sort of looking back on that race and I, I flagged you as, well, that run, you know, making you one to watch in, in Cagliari and then heading out onto that run side by side with Cassandra Beaugrand, uh, you know, with a lot of work to do. And then the two of you picking through the, the field together. Is that, mm -hmm. yeah, one of the most kind of it's enjoyable good. runs that you've had so far? Yeah, yeah I was, I mean, Cassandra, it's like Cassandre on the run. She's like almost unbeatable or maybe by uh, the best, best, best. And so when I, I catch her because she went maybe five meters in front after the T2, I was like, uh, Jeanne, what are you doing? Like, uh, it's a 10K, so don't, uh, I don't know, you are maybe, like, it was not about confidence because how I said before, I'm not like uh, having a full uh, overconfidence or what. But yeah, I was like, maybe you are doing something a bit stupid. <laughs> I don't know. And at the end, it was good. But that's true. Like, for example, Yokohama, uh, saying about no confidence, I, I was like, oh, it was raining. And usually I'm from mess, so the rain is my thing. And I usually perform well with this. So I was, yeah, it was maybe just because of the rain. Like, I'm always finding like kind of excuse of why I was strong. And it's not because me, it's more because of the rest. Or sometimes I'm like, oh, the other were bad. But at the end, when everyone was not not bad then at the end just a bit under my run at least i'm like okay maybe this time you there is no excuse you are just good and that's all but yeah it's like not hard to accept because it's pretty cool but uh hard to say to myself mm. i mean why why do you think that is like there's i suppose there's always those those races you have to tick off those race situations right that you're you know, whether it's your first World Cup or first WTCS or the first time you're kind of in the top five towards the end of a race. Um, and like you said, you, you're finding yourself going with Cassandra and part of you is going, is this a good idea? But if you don't, then you never know as well, right? So Yeah, you have to compare yourself with them because you're like, okay, I'm a, so now I'm not a baby anymore, but I still feel like I'm a, like after Yokama, for example, I said to, to my coach, yeah, it's hard to believe a, like for me, the people who have the best run split or whatever are like big name. And he say, yeah, but you are a big name now. And I was like, uh, no, <laughs> but uh, maybe yes. But yeah, it's hard to, yeah, to, to, real to realize this. Like even for example, after um, Cagliari, I left directly after the race. So I even see only half of the boy race and I was like, okay, maybe this just didn't happen. And I just turned it, I don't know. But yeah, I think it's so part, maybe the triathlete like allowed that a bit like always uh, realistic and and stuff, but I think it's as well part of uh, the personality and maybe as well education. And and sometimes it's it's maybe a bit stupid, but when I uh, finally saw, I was always uh, thinking, not being pessimistic, but uh, at least very realistic with a little uh, maybe more pessimist than optimist. Even in during race, I'm focused and I'm not thinking, oh, I'm a shit or whatever. But after or before race, I can uh, think I have I can have bad uh, like negative um, 
talk. Yeah. This world. Oh my god. But uh, so yeah, sometimes I was just like, okay, maybe it's like I'm the last of my uh, brotherhood. So I'm like the baby and I will be the baby forever. Second, I'm super small. Like my sister, for example, is one meter 72 or three. I don't know. And me, I'm only 59. So I'm like, what the fuck? And so I always feel like I'm a, yeah, a little baby around everyone and how to, to believe a little baby can be good. So fast, strong enough, at least. Yeah. Well, I think that's my problem, but I'm working on it. I'm trying at least. <laughs> you know, to do that back to back as well in, in successive weekends. It's, it's got to be quite a lot to come to terms with, is it? Like, which which one is your, which which one are you proudest of, I guess? Like, you know. Yeah, like, for sure, title is like, a, it's a title, so it's super cool. But I would have preferred for sure to have it on the, on the triathlon. Even if, like, honestly, I think the result for boys and girls didn't change too much. Um, well, it's easy to say because I won, but... I really think it didn't change that much. It changed a bit, for sure, the dynamic, uh, because it was not uh, a swim race at the end, uh, at the beginning. But uh, I think we didn't have, a, for the girl, a lot, lot of strong, strong swimmers. So, and with the the bike uh, race, I think the um, difference of the swim could be, after one or two laps, uh, completely changed. So... Um, yeah, I'm a bit a bit sad that I didn't win a triathlon, but uh, I hope I could have uh, win anyway. But then the the fifth place in in Cagliari is like more or less top of the world because it's a part of the uh, world championship. So and it probably helped uh, for for Madrid. Like for example, during the the run when I was with Lisa, I was thinking, okay, Jean, Twice you did the second best split and no one of the one who did the first are there first. Second, Lisa did the same race as you, like uh, the same following. I don't know if you can say it like that, like uh, Yokohama and... Uh, I mean, you have no excuse to not win, like right now, because we are already on the run. So I was trying to, to think about this. So I guess to do the result I did before help for once. <laughs> Ticking off the excuses right now. I can't use that one. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, she's less tired. No, not her. Uh, she's running better. N- not right now. Huh? She's not far, but uh, yeah. But, yeah. How was the. So, yeah, it switched to duathlon because uh, of the water quality in Madrid. But um, the, for the for the men's race, that was obviously subsequent. But, uh, you know, watching the, the pace that that first 5K went out in the men's race was something else. I how was it for, for you guys, that that first 5K? Who was setting the pace? Was it one you were happy with? Is there a sort of, when it went, you know, when the format switches like that, and I think particularly maybe in the men's, it was, um, I can't remember the name of the Spanish guy, but definitely not one of the bigger names. And I yeah. imagine he probably got quite excited and was just like, right, I'm off. And- it was maybe the place, I don't know. Yeah, for us, so I started in front, like usually I, I am always saying that I don't like uh, to start fast, but uh, I did again. Like I did the same at the French uh, championship of cross country. I was like, okay, I will go slow. And someone told me, yeah, but be careful to not be in the crowd. And so I started super fast and I did more or less the same, but a bit more chill anyway. And same uh, Katia Cher, who finished third, told me before the race, oh, I don't like when people start fast. And when I finally maybe came a bit slower or, or maybe not, but she passed me and I was like, Katia, <laughs> like, we are uh, we are the worst. We are all saying we are we'll go. Mind slow. games, huh? Finally, uh, we are maximum. I mean, we are not maximum. But then it was like in control, but it was still a bit hard, but per- I don't know, maybe we should ask to someone who didn't race the week before, but uh, my legs were pretty heavy, but like uh, all the week, all the day, all uh, all the time. Mm. And when, but this is a bit, uh, I think it's normal in every race like that, every duathlon probably, like when we were uh, like on the bike, when we were near the transition, it started to accelerate and I was really like, oh, with the bike we will have, with the heel doing eight times or what, uh, I don't want to finish in spring the 5k to then jump on the bike and being completely dead. So uh, finally I enter in the T1 only uh, in the top 10, but not in the six first because I saw Tristat put the, the, 
the six first and I will, my name was not there. So I was okay. Maybe I came seven or eight. I don't know. Well, after the race, you are never sleep. Maybe your body is like super tense and it's hard to, to sleep. But I went to bed a bit late because we, it was a light uh, celebrating party, but, uh, I went to have, uh, some fun with guys. And when I, I went to bed at like four a.m. and I woke up at seven, I put my alarm at 11 and, so I could sleep at least uh, seven hours, so not bad. And finally, I woke up after three hours and I was completely dead. And I was, but why? But sometimes I don't understand my body. That's uh... 4 a.m. seems like a pretty, I mean, is that light? You're making me feel old. Yeah, but no, no, but I, I came back very like one hour before, but just then I was on my phone watching all the nice messages. So yeah, nice. Who, who are you out celebrating with then in, on the streets of Madrid? Uh, there is some people who doesn't want to be named, but uh, <laughs> there were like no pretty, a bit of everyone, like uh, some Belgium, some uh, some Swiss, like the francophone, more or less. <laughs> I don't want to be named because like, you know, someone will, someone will be like, you shouldn't have been out after that race or... I don't know, but you know, since uh, Yokohama, I started a new career, I'm a YouTuber now, YouTubers. So I'm doing some vlog and uh, well, I did two for now. I need to finish the one of Madrid and I was recording and someone said, don't film me, don't film me. So I was okay. So probably should, the person doesn't want to be named. All right. Ah, oh, cool. I'll have to check that out. Is it, is it your, is it Jeanne Lehaire, the, the name of the channel? Yeah, very, very basic. <laughs> but right. it's in French, sorry. Like sometimes I'm recording in English, so it's English, but I still, I'm still a beginner, so... I wanted to put the subtitle in English and in Cagliari, for example, I wrote all the subtitle in English from Yokohama. And when I check, it was doing shit. So I think I have to write in French and YouTube will directly translate in English. So I lost 30 minutes probably or more. Uh, on, no, at least I practiced my English, uh, like uh, writing. <laughs> well, so what is your, your like Instagram rabbit hole and what are you going down that I, at the moment I'm getting chef's reactions is my algorithm that just keeps part and I can just watch those all day. It's just like a kind of salty New York chef who's basically slagging off other people's cooking. And it's, it's just really good. Um, uh, it's more animals, like, uh, animals and mem. I don't know. We say mem in English, yeah, yeah. general, like, uh, since like last summer, I think I started to follow too many accounts and sometimes I'm trying to delete, try delete, like unfollow some because I'm losing too much time. But I think there is some Parisian friend who all have an account and doing memes about the actuality or politics or whatever. And even history, like all the story. And I like history, so it's like a good thing because there is like more or less a joke and then a real explanation of the context or whatever. So mm. it's half uh, fun and half um, teaching. So... For this one is a good excuse, but for the rest it's just uh, more or less a thing really random and not very interesting, but it's funny. So this, the funny things and uh, a lot of animals, uh, funny or cute. And I start as well because now I have two, one nephew and one, uh, had a girl and a boy in my family. Yes, they, nephew, yeah. And, nephew, and uh, it's yes in French, so really similar. And uh, so now I start to have a lot of video of baby as well. So that is pretty fun as well. <laughs> Fundamentally, it's just, it is nice, I guess, as an athlete, is it to get your sort of personality out there a bit as well? You know, you've got fans all over the world wanting you to do well and seeing you race. And then, yeah, it's a way to communicate with them as well, isn't it? I mean, do you, yeah, is your, as a default, like, is your personality, would you say, like, a very, quite a happy, outgoing person anyway? And, and that is sort of... Yeah, yeah. And that's like, uh, as you are saying, like, people or that you never met and you will probably never because there are, I don't know, someone wrote me from Lithuania or, or from Uruguay, I think. And I'm like, okay, that will probably, except if I go into race there or if they are coming to race, I will never see them. And, oh, I... Like even, well, oh, you did a super performance. This is really cool. But 
Bon, I, I really appreciate every, like, I receive a, a lot of messages after Madrid and even Cagliari saying, oh, it's, I'm uh, happy for you. Oh, you did great. And this is super cool. But for me, the message, like, I really, like, really, well, this message, cool, huh? but the message would touch me particularly when people say, oh, I love your personality or I really like how you are on social media. And I really like this message because it's not like I like how you are on social media. For me, it's like I like how you are. Because I'm this, I'm. I think I'm the same on social media and uh, and normal life. So usually, like even for for the vlog, I, I had few feedback, and they were all, oh, it was really cool, it was really nice, and it was really how I lived the lived the thing on on the moment. And like when people can see how it was or share with me a bit and having fun or or liking it, I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> But are you, you know, that are you also fiercely competitive? You're the youngest of four kids, four brothers and sisters, and uh, competing against the best in the world in a sport that, you know, demands a huge amount of you. So you must, you must have like an absolute fire burning in you as well to to beat people and to to be the best you can. Yeah, I think like probably when I was young, I, I needed to to show I was there because I was the last and the smallest. I was, hey, listen to me. And maybe they, they were not. So I remember my one of my grandpa was always saying that I was talking very loud. And I guess it's just to say hello. But uh, and then, then the sport, uh, I was very, very active when I was young, like uh, very young. My, my parents were saying I walk uh, very fast and I was always uh, running everywhere when I could run. We were doing a lot of uh, hiking or not sport holiday, but yeah, kind of sport because we were outside and walking, uh, running. When I was young, I, I remember like watching my dad going to run and I was, oh, can I come with you? And so we were running, but it, it, it was not run at the end because I just remember we were holding uh, our hands on me. I was like, oh, I'm running with you. And but this uh, moment stopped, and during my like uh, adolescence crisis, if we can say, because I think I didn't really have one. But I was, it was, oh, you want to run? And I was like, no, <laughs> I don't like to run. But yeah, now uh, it was a long time ago. Now I like again. <laughs> yeah. So as a junior in, say, you know, 2013 Junior National Championships, you're racing the likes of Cassandra Bogron and Leonie Perio. What? I, I don't know. I can't remember. Was that your first or second national championship? First, I think in 2010. My first, it was uh, in tw in 11, but it's right. uh, not a junior. It's like because in France and probably other country, when you are junior for the international, it's like junior, and before it's two years of cadets. So now it's two years cadet, two years junior, and before this, we are in minim. So my first uh, national championship was in minim. Right. So more than 2010, because I think I won in 11 and I was in second year. Lining up against those two, for example, Leone and Cassandra, and, you know, I guess subsequently though, like, do you do you remember the, the sort of the, the fierce competitiveness coming out there? Like as a junior for in that kind of sport where you're just, it's not even just about that particular race it's about everything that you've done to get ready to that race and all the training and everything you've done to yourself so how how was it back then as a junior and how is it even now or, or over the last few years like that kind of competitive edge against people like Cassandra and Leonie that it's ever yeah. it's pretty like I remember like uh, when we were young and we were all more or less the same level and we it was a good thing because well, you could finish fourth at uh, French Championship or National Championship and be uh, a bit sad. But at least what we were thinking is like, okay, we are a good generation. So it seems if we want to beat the other, we need to work a lot. And maybe when it's a generation with only one good athlete, you are more, well, you will have the international one. But it's uh, like two times a year because at uh, this uh, long time ago, they were less open cup or not for, for the junior. So you have only maybe two two events on the year where you could compare with the, or perform against uh, other very good athletes. So it was, I think it helped us a lot uh, for all our generation to, to be all strong because, yeah, we had to, 
we, we couldn't go home and say, okay, today I will go easy. Uh, I don't mind. I'm the best. You are, I don't know, the other, I mean, it's true for everyone everywhere, but it was like the other are training. And if I want to have my uh, gold medallion national championship, uh, I need to go <laughs> to train for it. So I think, yeah, now we can see all, like my generation, all they stop training for, um, for doing a normal life. But uh, all the ones who are still doing triathlon are very good. Like in France, uh, there is a so Leonie, Cassandre, Mathilde, enfin Mathilde Gauthier, Audrey Mer, Sandra Dodé. All this is like one year more or one year less than me. Even now, there is some more on long distance, like Emily Morier, Justine Garin. I think, yeah, the top five or of my uh, French championship uh, fr when I was junior are still doing uh, triathlon. And even some who uh, are still there, but just doing D1 because they are not focusing only on triathlon, but they are to do choice a moment in their life. And they are still, like in Toulouse, for example, I'm uh, training sometimes with uh, another girl who finished uh, second, I think, at the championship in 2010, like my first one. And she's still there. And, and it's, even I think because she she really like when we are all uh, fighting against each other, but in the good way. So yeah, it's pretty cool to see we are all there, like all focus on triathlon career or doing what they can next to their normal job. And yeah, we are all passionate. So that's cool. <laughs> so the switch to Luxembourg finally happened midway through last year. Yeah, like I did the like. My first race for them, for them, with them was the uh, Bermuda. So, right. for, because my last race with friends was Abu Dhabi in twenty one. Uh huh. Oh so, yeah, I really I did my uh, citizenship uh, ask or demanding uh, in February last year, I think. Oh uh, no, yeah, last year, and then it was like because I had to wait. Like my mom had the citizenship officially. And because it was because of my family that, that I could have it. So then when she had it, I had to, to wait like three or four months. Mm -hmm. Is there is there any part of these results, this form that you're in now that has been, you know, are you racing a bit freer? Do you think that that you're now, you know, comfortably the sort of, with the leading light of Luxembourg rather than kind of trying to get through the, the what is it, like a, a thick talent pool in France and... Is there anything in that? Like, it's sure like uh, when, because the thing is, I didn't know until four years ago now that we had the Luxembourgish family. So before it was not even, I was not even wondering or anything. Hmm. And I was okay, I will just try to fight more for myself to be able. So after the season I did in 21, I had access for sure to World Cup. But for the WTS, uh, in, in January, for example, I had the French Federation at phone and they told me, so in January, you can race Yokohama, but Leeds en bon trail. And I was like, we are in January. And they were, yeah, but if you do top eight in Yokohama, you, you can do whatever you want. And I was, yeah, but you know, as me that I will not, or probably not. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. And, but at this moment, I knew that I could have my uh, citizenship and I was working on it. But I was still for sure hesitating a bit because, uh, because I mean, I did a lot with the friends and it, it was a nice team. But then when I heard that, I was okay. Now I was hesitating, but uh, not anymore. <laughs> and I mean, talking about social media, was there, you know, was it quite a, a welcoming switch? Did, uh, did you get like a lot of messages of support when you, when you made the switch? And Yeah, honestly, uh, I was like... The thing is, like, since, uh, so the same year in 20, we, no, in 20 even, when uh, we started to really check our family things to, to know if it was possible, um, I was, so at this moment, still hesitating. Like, I wanted to have the citizenship, like, even just for my life in general. But I didn't know about sport, like, yeah, it was like a big step and a big decision. So I was, I need really to think about it. Mm. And I, I remember talking with one of my friends, uh, my uh, brother, and he was just saying, yeah, Jean, just do what you think is the best for, for you and your career. And at this answer, it was one answer, like go to Luxembourg for sure. And it was a moment I was starting to really 
maybe because I was becoming like older and wise, but I was like, yeah, I think just think about you. And if people are not okay with that, it's, it's your life. So just do what you, you want. And I knew that I had the support of my friend and family. So for sure, it was not like you do your choice and people will insult you and you will be alone. I knew I will have uh, someone to hold my back. But uh, honestly, when I did the announcement, uh, I maybe received two, two bad and even bad more like, oh, what, what that more, more questioning than really bad. Well, maybe one bad uh, saying about taxes, but I'm paying taxes in France anyway. So I was like, your comment is like uh, completely nothing because I, I live in France. I have my uh, firm more or less in France. So no reason I'm paying my tax like everyone. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so, yeah, but most of them were, oh yeah, you did a very good decision. And still now after Cagliari and even European Championship, I had traveled with my French team as well, my ex-French team, like I'm since forever. And it's it's pretty nice to see that people are a bit committed in my life, if I can say, or my cat. And there's oh uh, something like uh, I know I don't know if we say in I guess we don't say this in uh, English, but there is a slang saying like uh, you are beating your fingers when you are regretting something or what, and you are saying you this to say yeah I get there is some people regretting a bit like national or club. And I was like, yeah, maybe. But uh, now I think I'm in the best place and surrounding by the best, like all my new team was really cool, uh, which is really cool with me and that team in France and uh, my uh, federation and um, in Children uh, International. So I, I don't read anything. <laughs> I mean, you know, if if you were, if, if these results continue to, to kind of get better and you were then, you know, it could have been the number one or two in France going into the Paris Olympics, though. You know, with that, your your route to that start line has got slightly more straightforward, certainly. But is it? Would there be a part of you that would have been like uh, the French? You know, part of the French setup and and possibly the mixed relay there, or is it? Is it just water under the bridge? I, I think as an individual, uh, I will not really care a lot. I mean. I miss maybe some opportunity living like a chain switching uh, my citizenship or I don't know the help of the army in France or, or whatever. But I think I I can't really think about it because being French, I would have not the the race. Like for example, maybe I would not have a race in Cagliari, so I could never done what I did. And like for example, some my mom for she's working in the French Federation. So I'm still like, I'm connected to, to French, uh, whatever I want. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to cut the contact anyway. Like, uh, I did a lot with them. I was, I won my first uh, championship with them in relay and it's memory. I will have forever in my mind, but, um, yeah, like in Montreal, when I finished eight, what was a surprise for me and probably for a lot, uh, something to my mom, oh, she's not, uh, regretting that she, she switched. And for example, the relay. At the end, Leonie crashed on the, the race. So Emma, who had to do the U23, did the elite. But if I was French, I could do the elite and would do with them. And I was, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I could. But if I, w I would have been still French, I would not have raced in Montreal. So I would not have do eight and I would not have done the relay. So uh, yeah, no, I, I, I don't mind. And like in 21, when I was still French, I went on two races where we had to do relays and we didn't do the relays. So I was like, Okay, I'm, I'm here to do relays with you, and I'm not. So I prefer to have my uh, Luxembourgish team. Maybe uh, maybe we probably will not win the world, and I don't know what we'll do, but at least we'll be committed. We'll do the race because we know it's a big opportunity. And it it was a bit like the French was like, oh, we are so used to do relays. We can skip one, we can skip two, we can skip three. And I was, yeah, but me, I want to race, and I love relays, and... So I prefer to have maybe a team a bit less uh, like performant, if we can say, but I think uh, at least we can write our own history and and start from really the zero because uh, like in Krakow, it will be the first uh, ever relay for Luxembourg. So so yeah, we'll yeah. try to do our best and let's see uh, how it will finish. Yeah, I remember talking to Gregor Payet like last year, I think, and he was 
yeah, you know, incredibly excited at the prospect of having you yeah. come over and 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 join the team. So, yeah, the, like up to this point, then what have Luxembourg been able to do in the world of mixed relay? Has there been any? Like if they already did the relay? Yeah. No, no, no. Like uh, Krakow will be the the first one, so we'll do Krakow, and then uh, Hamburg at the the World Championship. Wow. We yeah. I'm, yeah, so I did a lot of relay, but even the guy, like Eva, Eva did the relay with the junior and U23 last year, but she was the only U23 in the team with only baby junior uh, in Montreal. And the guys, maybe Bob did some relays with the, some, maybe the Portuguese team or whatever, but uh, I think in general they didn't do a lot. And so it will be completely new. And I get that's why they are exciting. And even the, the team race are always something, I mean, for me at least, something that I really love. And it's an, another pressure because you don't want to miss your race first for yourself. And even more for the other, you're like, okay, the like, I guess maybe when you are a bit back in the race, you're like, oh, I'm 32 or 33, the same, I don't, uh, I don't mind. But when you are in the team, like every second are precious. So it's really, I think even for the guy and Eva, it will be, another way to live the race and I guess it can even make you improve on the individual race so I think it will be super interesting well and this gives us the perfect opportunity to resuscitate a uh, thing we did a couple of like a while ago um, what would be your entrance music then for Team Luxembourg it was for France it was Daft Punk uh, there's been all sorts of weird and wonderfuls but a Luxembourg song if there is a specific Luxembourg one that might be putting you on the spot a little bit yeah I asked the question to to my friend because it's a decision to make uh, everyone together but uh, for now we didn't we need to to see but I was thinking to one a song a bit like kind of it's a rap French rapper that I don't like I really like the character because he's like super arrogant and everything but this song is pretty fun and because we are not the best, a bit outsider, it's uh, it can fit well. So the name is, uh, I need to check, but it's from Booba, so French rapper. And the name names Bulbi. And the beginning, because anyway, we keep on it, the beginning is like, a, so the translation, I'm not sure, but it's something like big mess when we are coming on the dance floor, we are drinking and putting money on the table, yo, yo, yo. And I'm like, yeah, I think. And rhythm is like really a bop, bop, bop. And I think for outside, <laughs> it's a... Wow. So pretty showy stuff. Okay. This is like, yeah, we're making an entrance here. Yeah. We'll put our intention. Uh, um. <laughs> um, and how well do you know your, you know, Luxembourgish Olympic uh, triathlon? Is it, you know, in terms of the precedence? It, so there's only been two Olympic, Summer Olympic uh, medals in that have gone to Luxembourg athletes. Did you know this? Uh, I know that last uh, Olympic uh, runner was really good on 1,500, but um, he did the final, but not medal. Mm. But uh, and the medal, yeah, 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 I don't know. I think it's been over like 60 years since. There's been one gold and one silver, um, but a long time ago. So, you know, you could be doing a Florida, a Bermuda type situation here. I'm not sure if I have one day will do a free day for me, but uh, a little celebration day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she had Michael Douglas kind of messaging her congratulations. Who would be like the most famous person from Luxembourg that would uh, that you would be like, oh wow, they've messaged. Yeah, so someone similar say me or saying someone by his name like Xavier, I think. And it's like, Xavier, did you send you a message? And I was Xavier, like, oh, say, oh the first uh, minister or prime minister or something. I was like, oh. So, oh, I think he will invite you. And I was mm, let's see. All right. So, yeah, let's let's get to know Jeanne here a little bit more. Um, you just come back from Madrid. You're back home now. Like, what is, you're coming back from a, a, a race a long week away. What is the first thing that you are, like, looking forward to doing? When I'm home, um, it's depend which home because I, I have few home. Mm. Like when I'm home uh, in Metz, the first thing is like taking my dog in my arms and 
having a little, uh, like, I don't know how we say in English, but in French we say he's doing the celebration. So yeah, yeah to, I'm lay, usually I'm passing the door, I'm laying on the carpet like that. And, and I, me and, and she's all oh, like, oh, I miss you. And I'm like, oh, I miss you too. But, uh, yeah, this, uh, I have to wait. I will go home after Montreal just uh, two, three days before to go to Krakow. So this will be this moment. Hmm. And what I mean, Toulouse is like uh, a bit the same, but not with an animal, but with my boyfriend. And so he's like holding, <laughs> maybe making me a bit less, but. Uh... <laughs> when you're, so when you're away, like with the, with the training group, so since Monte Gordo, have you, have you done other camps altogether or has it been mainly kind of? Oh, I, I stay uh, in Toulouse most of the time there. Uh, they were in Girona and now there is some girls in, uh, and maybe Seth as well, I don't know, in uh, Livigno. But uh, the next time I will join them, except races, it will be in Font-Romeu after Hamburg. Right. You have a, a regular person in like, right? We're, we're roommating again this time or? Yeah, yeah. Usually, uh, like those three years I went in Montegordo, I was always a roommate with Cecilia Santa Maria, Spanish, how the name can. And yeah, we are really matching well as a roommate. Like I really, I'm friends with everyone, but I get there is people you can live or not live because sometimes your way, your lifestyle is a bit different and like your schedule as well. And with Ceci, we are really similar, very flexible and Sometimes we are just laying and then it's 9 p.m. And, Oops, we have to eat. And so I, I know like not everyone are like that. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. And we can easily talk to something else than triathlon or training uh, when we are together. And we are a bit crazy as well. So <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. When we were, when we were there and we were doing some filming in, I think it was Claire Michelle and maybe Taylor and, Yuko's apartment. Um, yeah, there was a lot of board games kicking around. I don't know if, I can't remember if they said they were bringing them with them or if they were just there in the apartment, but it did suggest that there was a lot of competitive instinct still kicking around that needed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I really love a uh, board game. Like, I'm even sometimes playing with my sister online. There is a platform named Board Game Arena where there is a lot of playing games and we can, can play a lot. But uh, yeah, sometimes it's a bit just hard to understand all the rules in English and stuff. So we are in the basics, but uh, yeah, this year, I don't remember we did a lot, but we are trying to share more moments like or playing game or having dinner or doing like painting nights. Cause there, is, there are some artists in our groups. Painting, come on, who's the artist? So Ceci is a real artist. Like she did the artist uh, school more or less. Like it's not the name, but, uh, like design school or something. Yeah. And Claire is always saying she's doing bad, but she's really good as well. And, but even if, I mean, then you can do, you can just say it's abstract and then you are an artist. So we are all. <laughs> nice. So what's, is Ceci like, yeah, she's just got her easel up on the roof terrace, has she? And she's just kind of doing little landscapes of whatever city or you find yeah. yourself in. I think the last time she, I saw when I was with her, I think she did like the, the roof, not, we don't say the roof, but, uh, or maybe yes, no, the roof is. Yeah. Is Ceiling right. is inside, roof outside. Yeah. So the thing outside. Yeah. Roof. What is usually. Oh, yes. But yeah. So she was doing the rooftop, a uh, view of a lot of rooftop with the, the, the clothes drying and things like that. And it was nice. with perspective because. Everyone would like to do this, but then it's like in 2D and it's really boring. And it was with a deepness, maybe we say. Yeah. And it was very, you could see she, she, she knew how to do it. Got talent. So what's, what's your hidden talent then? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm talking with animals, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you can get them to do what you want. I guess not a hidden talent because people knows, but uh, one maybe fact about me is like uh, Claire Cool and Cecilia can confirm very easily and a lot of other people can confirm finally. But when I'm starting to say a story which should be pretty like very direct and easy story, I'm always taking the line and 
yeah. doing some turn and magic and that's why my vlog is like 30 minutes now because when I'm starting to say story I'm oh and I I forgot to say about this because it's a detail and yeah my story are always with a lot of uh, little details context everything yeah so I can be a bit annoying like interesting and annoying in the same time <laughs> nice um what, so what is your, what would you say your money weaknesses? Yeah, there were moments like two years ago, I was becoming very fan of uh, earrings. So I was uh, buying a lot and I, I've been lucky because I won a contest on Instagram so I can have uh, some new one. But so the last one I bought was in Yokohama and I bought a, a Pikachu and I bought for the race and it helped me to go fast. So Nice. And then I, maybe I should buy uh, each place I'm going. Uh, earrings like a bit like showing it was uh, in Cagliari or maybe yeah, a pizza yeah. in Cagliari. A slightly a more yeah. fashionable but, equivalent of the fridge magnet. Yeah, because now I'm thinking maybe I should start to buy something for each place I went because there is maybe place I will not go again. Mm-hmm. And finally, the magnet are maybe the easiest one because at least it's always the same. It's not taking a lot of space. And the earrings, I'm not sure I will find a Typical earrings, uh, subject uh, everywhere. So, <laughs> all right. So we know you're good at triathlon. You're good at competitions, um, and you're good at talking, if not succinctly. So, what are you bad at? Uh, uh, to have a good accent in English, first of all, uh, being uh, stretched to the point. Like um, I don't know in French or uh, in English, like the same, but address, like the sport uh, technical, always address, like the band uh, arc or thing like that if Archery. i or petanque if i need to yeah but if i need to put something like for example if i throw a paper in the basket i have 99% to put it on the side okay accuracy throwing accuracy not good yeah 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 biking swimming good okay like technically i'm not super good in all the in the sport in general but uh, I have the cardio, so it balanced. <laughs> <laughs> and then a slightly more serious, I suppose. But like, what would you, what would you like to see either introduced or changed about the sport of triathlon over the coming years? I, I guess there is things to improve or or what. But in general, I, I like my sport, so it's pretty cool. Maybe it's more like uh, some other who are always complaining uh, when they are watching the race about the the moto. Always uh, helping the front group and not the second group, and I'm usually in the second. So, but that's true. Like if you want to record, sometimes uh, it's a price to have some cool uh, image. Mm. And uh, on personal points, I don't like the beach start. So if we could have pontoon uh, every time, and I think Alex will be agree with me. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> if not, uh, well, Alex, Yi, and and Gwen Jorgensen probably. Um, yeah, how did you how did you go then in in Calgary? Was it it wasn't too bad for you, was it? Uh no, it was bad. But uh, like and even like the beach start and even the fact like you have to go out of the water running in the sun. Like for example, when you are like me, very small. You when you are running, it's smaller. You are jumping than running, so it's uh, harder for us. So yeah, for to have a fair. Uh, Mm. A fast spot, we should have a pontoon and a, a ramp to go outside of the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did see kind of Cassandra bounding out with those long legs and think, okay, yeah, that's... Yeah, 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 this is like, well, I mean, the life isn't fair in general, so we can't uh, find a, a way for everything. But yeah, usually when there is a bit start, I'm like, no. <laughs> so it's back to Montreal, uh, a site of good races for you but this time the sprint distance rather than the super sprint eliminator obviously so um yeah that will come in in hamburg super sprint world championships will you be there as well is that on the schedule how so hang on the the krakow so the european games comes i'm just doing the the relay in krakow right. so need the saturday i'm not racing doing it very it was too much like on olympic just Three days after uh, Montreal was like, no, no way. But yeah, it was it was a format that you kind of took to pretty well then, was it? I mean, obviously, kind of the first year you went through, was it through the repechage, right? So you had like 
that extra yeah. kind of layer to it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not. I, I um I crashed ten days ago, I think, and I uh, rib my no, I uh, not broke, but uh, cracked my ribs, and uh, so I didn't run before the race for one week, and I was a bit afraid to run. So I guess when I saw, well, uh, I think I remember when we were a big group, like more than, I think we should, we had to be 10, the 10 first to, to pass. Mm. And when I saw we were more than 10, uh, I direct, I maybe run 200 meter with the group. And then I was off. I don't, I don't even know if I can run. So maybe just don't use your energy. And then I just finished the run just to see if I could run. And I was, well, it seems I can. So let's do it again in the repechage and and at least for the repechage I was confident not about the fact to pass or not in the final but at least that I could run normally and so then the day after I did uh, pretty well I killed myself at the first final to be in the top twenty mm. and the time fly to uh, flee to go uh, at the second final because I was uh, I was laying on the floor for one minute and we had maybe only less than 10 minutes so then when i was back in life i was like okay you need to go to your bike put your shoes nah, nah, nah. and i remember i arrived at the start line and leonie she had sw- sh- swim a bit uh, to to recover and me i was still completely lactic and uh, i was like okay here we go again and when we dive in the water i was like oh my god my arm are so heavy yeah and then what well, i finished eating was was so my first wvts and best result so I was really super happy. And yeah, I guess the fact that I have the cracked ribs was for sure not a good point. But in the other hand, I was like, okay, you are here with broken ribs. Uh, just do what you can. And so at the end, maybe less pressure. What is a kind of a loss with friends. So it was pretty cool and probably helped. So at the end, it was balanced. Yeah. And then in last year's like. So you finished eight that, you know, making it through to that final 10 and just being one of those 10 on the start must, must have been a great feeling as well. Like, you know, you're, with the, the other names that were on the Yeah, it was pretty. Because even before the, the race, I was like, well, last year I did 15, so I hope I will at least go in final. And and so then to, I was not expecting to be in the top 10. And I remember like being in the top 10, I was like, oh my God, like, even if I do last of the final, I'm 10 on a World Series. Like, this is crazy. And, uh, and, but the bad thing was like, I was really so happy and, uh, already satisfied to, to be there. Then I think, well, I was tired as well, for sure. But I think at this con, I unfocused maybe a bit, uh, during the, the swim or at least the, the T1. And I, well, I struggle on the bike, but maybe if I would have been a bit more focused, I, but like for example, uh, Pedersen passed, she was behind me, I think on the, the swim and she did a great, great effort that I probably couldn't do to go with the group in front on the, on the bike. And then she finished fourth and me, so my, my bike was a uh, pretty weak, even I didn't help that much. Uh, we were a group of three and finally I won my uh, chase group and, uh, and I almost, uh, I was going on the feet of um, of Sophie, and yeah, maybe if I I did a better start of bike, like being super focused and not satisfied about the top ten, the thing could have been different, or maybe not. But uh, that's really the talk I had with myself after and with my coach saying, "Yeah, I'm like super happy, but maybe I've been a bit uh, satisfied a bit too early," and I. Like, uh, I put, um, barrier with myself to, like, I didn't put barrier on the moment, but because I was maybe a bit less focused, I missed a chance to maybe do better, but, uh, bon, at the end I was still satisfied. Maybe being focused, it will not have changed anything because I remember being on the bike, like struggling even to not drop and we were only three. So, yeah. Mm. Paolo Sosa, your coach must be, yeah, also delighted satisfied with your you know the, the the results that you've been getting is it were there things that started this season the two of you were kind of like right yeah if we can kind of get to this then that top five could could happen 
Yeah, we, we didn't say about result directly. It was more about like a process. And since I started with him, he told me directly, well, I think your run is good, even if it was not as good as now. And we need to focus on the swim and bike. And I think I improved in the swim, at least at training. And for now, I, I told him last time, I can say that I'm not satisfied with my swim because it's not bad, but it's just not good enough, at least to be in the breakaway. But on the other hand, I'm training with Taylor and I'm seeing how faster she is than me. And like, in a way, I'm like, okay, I will never be in the breakaway because she's so strong. And on the other hand, I have to say, okay, triathlon is different than pool first. And uh, and you still have uh, time to improve, and I still want to improve. So, so it's it's good because you can have kind of a goal during training, like okay, I need to not be too far from her or be with her at the best. But uh, it's pretty cool to to know that uh, you are training with the best, so at least you know what's where you have to be, and well, then it can be a bit. Uh, sad to be to see that you are not where you should be if you want would like to be the first but uh it's more it's more motivating than uh than uh depressing mm. that's so and it's true like sometimes you have a day when you are less like uh, a bit tired or what and those are here to to push you and sometimes it will be the opposite so so it's cool and like there is almost never training when you we have to be at the maximum maximum. There is always a range, so that's cool as well because you can always um, see how you are and say, okay, today uh, I think I shouldn't push too much because I will just kill myself for nothing. Like for example, today I was telling you I don't know when I will be back because I had between forty minutes and an hour and. A, Usually I'm the kind of person we are doing, especially on the run, because it's my favorite and I feel comfortable on it, as we can see on the race. And so I'm like usually doing the, the maximum. And now all this week, I'm like more around the minimum than the maximum because I'm like, okay, it's just, I think you did the job before. Mm. So maybe now chill a bit and then you will be back in hard training, but take the rest when you can take the rest and go fast when you have to go fast. Yeah. For sure. And, and as far as being, you know, two and a half months out from the test event and just over a year out from, from Paris 2024, you must be feeling very excited about what that has in store for you as well. Yeah, it's a, and it's pretty crazy because so for me, Olympics always have been like a goal, but more like as a dream because I, I knew I was not in the A team with friends and I had to all do something really crazy or... Uh, or uh, sadly have some uh, broken legs in the team somewhere I don't know but first I'm super happy that I like even it's not my business anymore I'm super happy that uh, in Cagliari I did a, a criteria for the French team to be in the test event because even if I have no haters or whatever it's cool to show that hey uh, okay I, I switched citizenship and nationality with sport maybe I will have uh, easier access to Olympics but still I will be there I hope and I will not be there to be the last and I can show you that I'm strong enough and I deserve or something like that to mm. be in the team no matter uh, French or Luxembourg or whatever and and it was pretty like very big satisfaction to to show even to the French or I don't know if they were not believing in me but um, a bit because probably the, I would not have been in Cagliari and finally I did this race and I did the criteria what are super hard to do and honestly I was not even thinking to do their criteria one day but uh, the truth is like I'm thinking okay you did one of one criteria of one of the hardest uh, criteria thing uh, in the in the world so it means something and mm. it's now my I don't know if my goal are going a bit higher than at the start of the season but at least I can I can see myself uh, less a baby that I was thinking before. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Well, and we look forward to seeing how Luxembourg's debut at the European Games mixed relay goes. That's going to be a good one, exciting one for you all. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm really been looking forward to 
to race with them, it will be it will be really cool. And I think everyone is really motivated. So it will be cool. And next up, Montreal. This will be coming out just before. So we wish you well. Before I'm racing in France for GP as well. The first time with my new team. So until July, I'm almost racing every weekend. Until not this weekend and the weekend before Hamburg. So. Yeah, I think I will finish exhausted. That's why, like now, I was taking this few days recovery, really chill, to be sure to survive. <laughs> right. Cool. We look forward to seeing the uh, hair kick in uh, in Montreal as well. And yeah, best of luck. Thanks a lot. It's been great. Thanks.